many people, the thought of coming home can mean many, many different things. This can be where we grew up, who our family is, or the friends that we claim as family, who they are, where we went to school, where we went to college. But while we have these homes here on Earth, and we have these homes in many, many different places, we only have one true home, and that is in heaven with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is Cheyenne Black, and you're listening to the Off-Kilter Christian. So, as this is our pilot episode, I figured I'd give you guys a little bit of information about me. I was born and raised outside of well, Houston, Texas, and I left the church at 11 years old with the support of my family to pursue a dream I had, and that dream was to play college softball. When I was 18 years old, I signed to fulfill that dream. I moved to Batesville, Arkansas, and attended Lyon College, if any of my listeners on here are graduates of Lyon or any of my fellow classmates, go Scots. And here in about two weeks, I will graduate from Lyon, having earned a double major in English and secondary education, as well as a minor in fine arts. My college career as just kind of a whole, not as an athlete or a student in particular, but just as a whole, brought me so many just beautiful, beautiful experiences. And some were good, some not so much. You know, with life you get the good and you get the bad. But the good, I made such amazing friends throughout my time at Lyon. I got to fulfill my dream as a college athlete. And that was a huge thing for my family. It was a huge thing, especially for me and my dad, who played baseball for 16 years. And unfortunately, during his sophomore year of college, that ability to continue to play baseball was taken from him. You know, and I've made so many lifelong connections. I have mentored under two very fantastic teachers. I've made fantastic teaching friends that I can talk to and lean on if need be. But there were some other things that didn't happen. Uh, In light of the COVID-19 pandemic, my senior season of softball was cut short. I had to move back home a little prematurely, but it was good. It was was a good thing in the end because, you know, I missed being home. I missed being around my my parents and and my sister. But it also made me realize that during the four years I was away, I had moved so far away from my walk with Jesus. Now, growing up, I was baptized Methodist at age five, and we went to church up until I was 11, whenever I started playing softball year round. A lot of times at eight o'clock in the morning on a Sunday, I wasn't in my Sunday best going to church with my family. I was geared up on the field 
catching the pitcher's warm-ups, getting ready to yell balls in, going down. And that's what my Sundays were. That was my Saturdays. It was my Friday nights. It was practice twice a week. It was it was my whole world. But while some things are our whole world and the things that we enjoy take a huge precedence in our lives, we tend to put God on the back burner. And whenever I came home with this COVID-19 pandemic, whenever Lion told its students, we got to let you guys get out of here, we got to get you guys home so you're safe. I lost multiple things that day. I no longer played college softball, which I knew was coming to an end anyway. So that one, you know, at the time it was huge, but now looking at it, it's like, you knew it was coming, genius. I no longer saw my students every day. I'm a secondary, I'm a, well, back, let me backtrack here for a second. I'm a pre-service secondary English teacher, meaning I will be certified upon graduation in grades 7 through 12. And my whole world came crashing down. I remember some of the first week or so I was home. It's kind of blurry, kind of not. I remember my family being there. I remember my boyfriend Nate being there because he helped get me home, which I will forever be grateful to him for that. But it hit me so hard that I was just so incredibly lonely. And it was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. I was surrounded by my family. I was, you know, I was welcomed home. But I couldn't fully, you know, appreciate that. I couldn't fully take that in because I just felt so incredibly lonely. And, you know, there's people out there that are listening. You, you felt that, you know, it's, it's, and it's okay to feel like that. You know, I realized when, you know, I, when I did realize that I was that incredibly lonely, I was like, okay, now what? I realized I had gotten away from my faith. Well, this does end fairly well. Um, thanks to God, he and, and somebody that he worked through, um, that I worked with and during my second semester of my internship, he brought me back to, to, to walk with him. And he did this because this, this work friend of mine, he is very devout in his faith. And it is just absolutely amazing, really, because you, we see so many people that are far from their faith, which, you know, life happens, things happen, I know that. But he is so steadfast in his faith, it honestly just blows my mind. And I remember he posted something on Facebook one night, because we we're Facebook friends, whatever. And I realized that's what's missing. That is what's missing from my life. So that night, after, because Nate was still staying with us after I told him goodnight, I told him, I said, I'm going to go read my Bible. He looked at me kind of shocked and said, okay, you know, go, go for it. Go for it. He was fully supportive of that. And I went to my bedroom. I closed the door. I opened the women's devotional Bible I was given four years ago as a graduation present from when I graduated from high school. And I began reading. 
and reading and reading. You know, it, it's done, it's a daily devotional. So you, you do one on Monday, you do one on Tuesday, you do one on Wednesday, you know, it's XYZ. And it was a, I think it was a Thursday night when I started. And the devotional itself started on Monday. So I started on Monday. When I went through Monday, I did Tuesdays. You know, I was sitting there writing summaries of the reading for the discussion, for the reflection and the discussion. I was writing out the discussion questions. I was answering them. And I was truly reflecting. And everything I read for the first few days spoke to me on such a level. Because I was still trying to figure out so much that was my new normal during the during the pandemic and so I I was like wow I have really 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 messed up I have really really gotten so far away and I talked to my work friend about that and asked him a couple of questions and he gave me a huge wealth of knowledge he recommended podcasts he recommended a book he he rec- and he talked to me about it because I was honestly like a kindergartner going in on the first day of school I had no clue what I was doing and we we've all felt that way um you know and the, the podcasts he recommended to me I'm gonna recommend to you guys as well as throw his in there to kind of get him some following and as a way of saying thank you for everything he's done for me um, if you're looking for something that is a weekly devotional, I recommend Simplify by Mr. L.J. Harry. It is a weekly devotional, and there is actually a physical book that accompanies it if you want it. It follows the podcast, and you can get it at Pentecostal Publishing, which is online, and you can get it in print and a Kindle edition. Uh, the Restorationist by Adam Shaw. This is another podcast that I listen to that goes back to what it means to be an apostolic you know, and what that first church strove to be. Uh, Spirit Signal by Justin Gleason. The actual title for it is Spirit Signal with Justin Gleason. He is another apostolic uh, man who is a preacher himself, and uh, Mr. Adam Shaw is a preacher as well. And, you know, both of these talk about what it is to be an apostolic and to, to accept those things in your life. The last one I'm going to recommend to you is On Top of the Mount by Darren Waddles. This is more of an encouraging podcast to, you know, just kind of give some words of encouragement during this time. Uh, This is the one I was telling you about that's just started. So, you know, go give him some love. Go give him a listen. He's really good. He really knows what he's talking about. And he has been a huge influence on me during this spiritual journey that I started literally a month ago. So, Darren, if you're listening, thank you. You have no idea how much you have helped me. So, let's go back to, you know, our our stuff. You might hear paper shuffling around. I have, you know, notes that I look at and doing everything else. So, coming home. Like I said in the beginning, we think of that as coming back to our house, coming back to our hometown, coming back to be with our families, to be with our friends, you know, whatever your definition of coming home is, you know, that's, that's all you. 
but what are we doing to really go home? You know, what are we really doing to get to where, you know, however old you are, you know, say you're, say you're my age, say you're 22, you know, 60 years down the road, 65 years down the road, whenever, or whenever, really, God calls us home to heaven to live in his house. What are we doing to get there? And that's really something that, you know, I've thought about a lot here recently. I, like I said, I am an off-kilter Christian. What I mean by that is I have tattoos. Sometimes I drink a little more than I should. I've got my ears pierced, but I still believe. And while I've committed sin and I've done plenty of, well, for lack of a better term, stupid things in my life, I still believe in Jesus Christ. I know that one day he's going to come again. And if that's going to be in the year 2020, because the book of Revelations talks about, you know, pestilence coming and just these these crazy things happening. If the trumpets sound this year, then the trumpets sound this year, you know. But what are we doing to make sure that when those trumpets do sound, we get to go home? For me, that required revisiting. I looked at myself and I said, holy cow. I mean, there's just, there was no other way for me to express that than holy cow. Where have you been this whole time? And, you know, the purpose of this is, you know, not to just introduce me, but to, to tell you, like, you can still go home. You can still go home. There's the only person stopping you from doing that is yourself. And, and I know what some of you are thinking. Well, I have tattoos. I was a drug addict. I was an alcoholic. I'm a member of the LGBTQ community. So what? You know, I know I know what the Bible says about that stuff. I do. I've I've read it. <laughs> but Jesus Christ went up to Calvary and sacrificed himself to forgive us for those things. You know, and if you're sitting here thinking, well, what if he won't take me back? I want to read you a piece of scripture. And I get I get my scripture from the New International Version. It's the version I grew up with. It's the only version I have, really. But I want to read you a piece of scripture from the book of Romans, chapter 8, verse 38. And I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. Okay, despite everything that has happened and that is going to happen and that is just absolutely ridiculous at this point in life, because let's be honest, we're living in unprecedented unprecedented times. God still loves us. He still loves us because he dang sure wouldn't have gotten up there and sacrificed himself on Calvary and was crucified if he didn't 
Okay, he was thinking about us when he was there. You know, and I know this, I know I kind of get on a soapbox a little bit. You'll, you know, if you continue to listen, you'll, you'll hear that a lot. You'll get used to that, but we, we're human. We get away from things that we don't mean to. I mean, heck, I was away from God for four years. Now, don't get me wrong. I wasn't out there saying he doesn't exist or anything like that. Because I have personal experience that he does, which I'll talk about in another episode. But, you know, I I still went to church every great once in a while. Like, every great once in a while. And it was so sad. But I still went. Um, I'm back in church now, funny enough. Um, Thanks to you know, technology, I go to a Pentecostal church, of all things. No, I'm not Pentecostal. I don't really know what denomination I necessarily belong to, but I listen to the Pentecostal word because I like the way it's delivered. I like how it makes me feel as a person. And I'm not saying you got to be Pentecost or anything. You know, if you, if you want to be Catholic or you want to be Baptist or you want to do whatever, you know, go for it. Like, seriously, I don't discriminate against denomination. But when I started looking back and I started going back to church, I felt just this huge sense of peace wash back over me. And it was so crazy. I felt that peace. I felt like I was whole again. I didn't feel like I was hurting so stinking bad anymore. You know, and then I, once I started doing that, I looked back at the last four years of my life. It's kind of (laughs) sad. Don't get me wrong. Like, I had so many beautiful opportunities. I had the ability to travel over most of the South and through parts of the Midwest playing the game I absolutely loved. I made beautiful friendships. I've met some amazing people that, you know inspire me as somebody who's going into education to be an educator like them. Like, I have... I I don't regret the last four years of my life. But I regret that I didn't bring God along that whole journey with me. And he knows that. You know, I've... I have prayed about it, and I have told him I'm sorry I don't know how many times. But he knows that it's it's okay. You know, when I did start looking back at everything, you know, and as I was preparing stuff for this podcast, you know, I was looking for verses about being alone and, you know, not knowing what's kind of going on. And I ran across 1st book of John, chapter 13, verse 7. Jesus answered and said to him, what I am doing, you do not understand now but you will know after this. To me, that speaks volumes to what has happened in my personal life, but also what I've kind of seen over the last, you know, few years, and especially over the last month and a half or so. You know, I didn't know that I would move away from God. But the trials he put me through, they showed me that I sure can't do this alone. I will never be able to do life alone without him. You know, I could go through life just 
absolutely honky-dory, everything's great, you know, but if I don't have him, then what's the point? You know, I mean, it's, it's about making sure you've got him with you. And over the last few years, I haven't. I've revisited my faith again, like I've said a million times in this podcast. I've gotten back to what I do. You know, and just looking at some of the trials he, he put me through. I mean, I had uh, knee surgery this last year, you know, which beat me down physically, quite literally. You know, and it took away a part of my life. For 15 years, I was a catcher. And then after knee surgery number two, Doc said, you can't do this anymore. So, knocked me down a peg there. Emotionally, there were so many nights in college that I was stressed out. I was freaking out. And I had no clue what to do. And so, I would just hit my knees and pray. And typically, it was it was a prayer asking God to help me. Which was part of his plan because it's brought me back to him now. Spiritually, there have been so many spiritual lows in my life that... I can't even begin to recall them. You know, in college, you you think, oh my gosh, I'm too busy to go to church or or on a Wednesday night or, oh, there's a party Saturday night. I'd rather do that and sleep off the, sleep off the booze or the hangover Sunday morning, you know. But if, if you're in college and you're listening or you're about to go to college, don't do that. Okay? And if I sound like a mom by saying that, then oh well, but I'm telling you. College is going to be the most fun of your life, but it's also going to be the hardest until you go on to do other things that may supersede that. I wish that I had found a church there that I could go to every week and just praise God. I wish I had done that, but I didn't. I can't go back and change it now. But moving forward, I can make sure my butt is quote-unquote in church on Wednesday night and Sunday night as we live through this pandemic. You know, I'm not quite home yet. You know, I'm I don't I'm not necessarily, you know, knocking on heaven's door right now, but you know, I may be getting closer, who knows. You know, God's the only person in, in all of creation that knows <laughs> who's going to come knocking on what day at what time and at what age. You know, so and that's okay. While I'm not quite home yet, though, I'm hoping to work on getting there through prayer, fasting, church, reading the word, you know, all of it. And, you know, maybe I guess in this case, talking about the word and talking about how, how God and which is what I'm doing here. So let's say a prayer and we'll kind of go from there. Lord, I thank you today for bringing us all together around this podcast, no matter how many listeners are out there. I appreciate you giving me the courage to share some experiences with these people who may be going through some of the similar issues. I hope that with everything you're doing through me, I can reach out, touch people, and just glorify you in your word through this podcast and continue to glorify you in my actions and I hope for the same for all of us here who are listening that we glorify you with our actions through reading your word 
prayer, fasting, talking about the word. And I hope you will continue to bless every one of us in your holy name. Amen. So, moving forward with this podcast, I'm going to do kind of an episode every week. Um, things are, you know, they're, they're going to be good. I hope that this has touched you in some way. If it has, please, please hit share. Um, again, those podcasts that I had mentioned before, I'm going to go through and read them off to you again, just in case you want to check them out. They're on, you know, Spotify, Podbean, um, Apple Podcasts, whatever. Uh, those podcasts are Simplify by Brother L.J. Harry, The Restorationist by Brother Adam Shaw, Spirit Signal with Justin Gleason by Brother Justin Gleason, and On Top of the Mount by Brother Darren Waddles. Go give those guys a, a, a look. They're all, all of them are Pentecostal men, but like, again, I find comfort in the Pentecostal church because of how passionate they feel about the word and how much they love to really just talk about it and share their experiences. I hope, again, that this has blessed you in some way. Give it a share. Please hit subscribe. Uh, this will be a weekly podcast. And I always look forward to talking more about Jesus as we walk through life as off-kilter Christians. I want to give an especially huge shout out to my best friend, Lindsay. Thank you for helping me select a cover art, for helping me come up with ideas for future podcasts and giving me just an abundance of support. I love you and you're amazing.